Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, actually, of the Tussle City Podcast. And I'm going to say actually as in episode 23, a.k.a. the Both Goats <laughs> episode 23, Jordan LeBron. Another nice little milestone. Um, and we're just back again, you know, to chat it up about shit that interests us. That's all we really talk about on this podcast. You know, like sure. we, we get recommendations from people. But, you know, we be seeing them and we're going to talk about the shit that we want to talk about. So we're going to bring in some shit and we don't want to talk about it. I'm sorry. We're just not going to talk about it. Like this ain't no free grab, you know, send us topics and we'll talk about whatever. Listen, if if it don't interest us or if it's just like we don't want to talk about it, that's it. I don't care if like 50 million things happen in the week. If we do not want to talk about it, it is really not getting spoken about on the spot. No disrespect to anybody. Facts. If you're looking for like certain commentary on certain things. Hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. There's a million other podcasts. I'm sure one of them <laughs> yeah. might help you out with that one, but not this one. Nah, facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know we, we come on here and we chop it up about what we want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I tell people all the time, like, you know, you don't necessarily come here expecting, like, the news or some 100%, like, accurate politics. Like, yeah, obviously that stuff affects us and we feel the need to speak up. We're going to touch on those things or, you know, certain things or anything in general. Like, if we feel the need to speak on it, we're going to speak on it. But if not, nah, we just going to chat out bullshit. We're going to talk it up. You know what I'm saying? It's been a slow year. It's been a slow news month, news week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I guess, like, we could get right back into it, though. Like, yeah. how was your week? First introduction. Oh, 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 we didn't even introduce ourselves. <laughs> I mean, I, I really why. shouldn't have to introduce, but just for posterity's sake, of course, I'm Fax Mercury, yada, yada, yada. You know, I just do stuff on the internet. Some people like it, some people don't. <laughs> and of course, I'm joined here by the illustrious man himself. You already know, man. You already know it's Dusuke Yusuke. You already know on the scene, you know, back in the flesh, new camera angle for the youths. You already Damn. know. They for it, you know what I'm saying? They say, yo, you, you know, they couldn't see both sides of the beautiful face. They wanted to see both sides of the beautiful face. So I had to give it to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, man. Nah, but yeah, you know, I'm here, man. Dusuke Yusuke in the flesh twim um you know it's been it's been a crazy week for me on warzone i've been getting crazy so you know follow me on on you said big dumps you know big dumps you already know dumps. you know all about the money man so you know what i'm saying i just be catching these 10 10 pieces 15 pieces 20 pieces you already know that's how i move damn uh, yeah man you know just uh, just chilling man and I'm, I'm happy to be alive happy to be here beautiful yeah. summer beautiful summer day yes so let's jump into it. You you wanted to jump into it, so I'll let you ask a question. All right. Uh, so, I mean, I, you know, I'll start it off. I'll start it off with my week, man. You know, yes. week has been uh, pretty chill. Uh, definitely got um, a lot of work done, at least in the office. This is pretty cool. A lot of that shit been full swing again. So I've been working like a slave. But once I'm out of that, I get to be at home. And, um, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Actually, I've been enjoying doing a lot of the editing for the, the podcast. Like, anytime I'm doing that, like the video editing, like, even yeah. last week, actually, actually, now this is two weeks in a row. So, like, on Thursdays, I typically want to, like, have the video podcast ready by a certain time. But, yeah. man, yo, when you, like, you realize how hard that work is, like, when you're actually doing it every single week. And, like, you realize, yeah. like, when you look at other podcasts or just any other profession that is doing anything that's music related, where you have to upload to these sites or even video related, when you have to upload massive files to these sites and they have to compress it and, you know, repackage it and do all these crazy things with these massive files. Like, yo, that shit could take forever. Like, I literally had um, the last episode, and I was fighting with that thing. It was processing for, like, 
four hours. It was incredible. Like just because of like, I guess the size of the file that I uploaded, I think it was like a three or four gig file, which I didn't think was that big, but it was just moving yeah, really slow. But I guess who knows, right? Yeah, man. Like you just, you you know, like at least when you're really playing with that shit and doing it a lot, it's, it's really fun to at least get your hands, you know, dirty for anybody who doesn't do that stuff. You know, when you want to like look at that, what it's like to upload videos or what it's like to upload content online. Like that shit definitely could be a trip. So make sure to have uh, a lot of time, a lot of t- troubleshooting time. Because trust me, you don't want to be fighting with it, getting to meet your deadlines. But that's been pretty much been my week. Been doing a lot of video editing, at least in that regard. Working on some other project, at least with my brother. And then, um, you know, yeah, play my ass some Warzone this weekend. I mean, I finally got to step outside. So, you know, I was in Prospect Park, obviously with you. You know what I'm saying? We, we squatted up and had a little yeah. picnic. That shit was pretty dope. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, on Sunday, I actually uh, went hiking. First time in my life, black man hiking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love oh. fucking hiking. I'm, I'm going to be 100. I love that Oh, shit. man. Nah, we definitely we got to set that trip up for sure because that yeah. shit was popping. How far did y'all go? Uh, we went upstate about 130 miles out. We was in uh, Catterskills, Catterskills Falls. So that's like Catskill. Mm-hmm. Casco, New York. Oh, it was like an hour and a half, probably. Oh, uh, it was like two hours. It felt like like a, a two hour drive. It, it did feel like an hour and a half in terms of the drive. It was really yeah. really quick. We got there. It was uh me, wifey, um Dallas, a friend, uh, Haley. Uh, shout out to everybody that uh, went. We had a great time. We actually brought Trunks too, so Trunks was with us. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was he going up doing all that shit? Oh man, he was tired. You know him. He's a lazy dog, so he was just sitting. I mean, he could walk forever though. So yeah. he he did hold up well. He didn't like lay down or get lazy where he needed carried but like, he was panting the whole time and i mean we was hiking up high though like we was like up yeah. high high like i, I was that's actually, the thing that's like a you know if when you do hiking or like that that's like yeah. a good that's a day that's it yeah. you go up and down all right yeah I'm going home, honestly man. like realistically especially because of how big the land like what actually was like because they were like they gave us a map and they were like hey you know technically you guys are in this little region right here and like man we was in that region like walking for like two hours it felt like Hiking, and it, I think for the day, it said that I'd had over, like, 12,000 steps or whatever, something crazy like that. I hadn't, like, I think walked, like, three, four, five miles. So I was just like, shit, yeah. man, like, now we, was, hike, we was hiking for People a People go up there, they be camping for the whole day or a yeah. whole night and day, go up there and be like, all right, we're going to go as far as we can, set up camp, and then come back. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I said. I said, like, yo, the next time I, we do this, take out of state, yo, get ourselves a little lodge cabin type setup, you know what I mean? Uh hit the lake, you know what I'm saying? Get to swim in the stream, the river. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. cook our own food. We don't even, like, like grill it's our good. own chicken, yeah. fucking yeah. glizzies and <laughs> glizzies. <laughs> Yo, get the glizzies with the, the fucking peppers and all that extra season. Yo, Yo get the glizzies, gourmet, put that shit gourmet in the glizzies. metal. Yo, put that shit in the metal stick. You just turning it like a rotisserie and shit yeah. over the open fire Gour- and shit. Gourmet glizzy, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I'll tell you. It would be a good time, though. I, I honestly yeah. did that. Um going to i think it was philly or pennsylvania i went with jock one time and his girlfriend um sam one of my good friends we actually went to pennsylvania with wifey or four of us and we did like skiing obviously it's a little different it's not hiking but we was like in the mountains in in um pennsylvania or whatever and that, that shit was just mad cool too like just being in a lodge i would love to do that and um you know that was pretty much my weekend um, it's just actually all a part of like a mini celebratory weekend for Dallas because it's gonna be Dallas's uh, yeah. birthday coming up. Happy birthday to the youth! Um, Happy birthday to the youth! Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. forever the youth. Yeah. Forever That's the youth. Good. Yeah, she's she gonna be a youth forever to me. I don't think she'll ever be. Uh, I don't care. Yo. I could be almost forty and she like thirty something. I'm like yo, you, nah, you, you a child, son. Yeah, you a child. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah. um, yeah, that, that was just pretty much my week, man. And honestly, I had a blast. I, that was the first pretty decent weekend I had in a while, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like How I said, so. Um, shit. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I guess the biggest news is I yeah, un- not unfortunately, but due to a shifting circumstances, had to release the album. Uh, this Friday as opposed to the following Friday. Um, I think it worked it out. What the classic? Of- <laughs> <laughs> you was gonna lie. That's all. It's the yeah. classic. Stop playing with him. Stop playing oh, with him. Oh my goodness. He ain't, gonna, so, he ain't gonna brag, so I'm gonna flex for the man. Is you? Oh my goodness. All right, yo, just get that off his chest, man. Um, I had to do that. Uh, but that was that was really like the biggest thing that the week was leading up to. Um, I mean, I could have prevented it. Because just like you were saying, you had issues with like uploading video. I had to use like a distributor website. You like pay for the service and then it gets disseminated to each of the services from there. Um, but they tell you it's going to take a certain amount of time. So my dumbass probably should have prepped. Like I told myself like, hey, maybe you should do this next week just to see what the process is like. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't want it to get uploaded earlier. And then somebody, you know, goes looking for it, which is what happened anyways. You know, shit happens. But uh they told me, so it was like, well, Spotify will take two to five business days. Apple Music will take five days. So I did it on the Wednesday. And I'm like, well, well fuck. You know, I, I can't drop this on Friday. That's it. You know, like, it's clip. Like, there, there's no way it's going to, you know, based on what you're telling me, it's going to take forever. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I, I just got to get out ahead of it and just say I'm going to push it to the 21st. And then I, I fucking look and all this shit starts uploading. I'm literally looking on Friday at like 12 o'clock and it's on Spotify and Apple Music. I'm like... What the fuck? Like, y'all told me this. It's available now. Like, and so when somebody saw and I got like a DM saying that somebody was like, uh, uh, they added me to their story and they were like, yo, this is a great album. I'm like, oh, fuck. I guess somebody didn't pay attention to when I said the 21st and checked anyways. But I was like, I can't really be mad because I said the 14th and I wanted it to be uploaded by the 14th and it did get uploaded on the 14th. I just tried to plan ahead and it backfired. But I think it worked out to the best anyways because you know it's not like um i don't know like i I didn't have a reputation of where it needed to be a certain way you know like Mm. i and i just looked at it as like listen i just wanted the music to speak for itself so if this is how it has to get rolled out so be it so i just took it in stride um that was the friday the saturday of course we did the prospect park thing which was much 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 needed um that was an enjoyable fucking time. I fucked up that, that sandwich the next day, too. Facts. Uh, so I, I ate that shit. Even though I only had, like, half the hero. I'm surprised I even ate three-fourths of that shit in the one Yeah, seat. nah, word. Honestly, that sandwich, like, and for those of you guys who don't know, the sandwich spot that he's talking about on Staten Island is Royal Crown and Bakery. They have the bakery store, and then they have the actual deli on Old Town and Highland. It's actually right around the corner from my crib. Best sandwich is honestly on Staten Island. Cool. I don't know. Any, a lot of people got, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I got some good eats out here. So you come fuck with ten, you gonna eat good. You feel me? You gonna eat good. And you tell you fuck with ten. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Now nah, that place, honestly, is, I think I still got the half in my my first two. Honestly, like I ate one half. That shit held me down at the park. I had a little bit left. I ate it. Then yesterday I was mad full of it. I was like, damn. Nah, I still got a whole other half. It's just crazy. That shit was good. Um, but yeah, other than that, Sunday, uh, I did a lot of housework. 
um, put up some more shelves. Um, I finally ran the Ethernet cable, but it, I had to. I have like a huge drill bit, but it still didn't fit with the drill bit. And I tried to pull it through, messed up the head, so I had to crimp it. I had to put mm. the fucking heads on. That took me forever because oh, just <laughs> Cat Six cables just so finely braided. For all my IT people slash you know server people slash anybody working with that shit, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. I was doing everything to straighten that shit out. Got them on. It works. You know, plugged it up, looked at my seats. I was like, yeah, 800, 900. That's what I love to see. So I was, I was like, saying. okay, good, good. I was like, all right, all right. It's good now. Um, Shit, yeah, but other than that, yeah, no, it was good. It was a good week. And then, wow. of course, you know, fucking just wonderful, wonderful basketball. Yeah, no, honestly, like that should, I guess this is a perfect way to segment into that segment. All the basketball. Uh, See, I set you up thinking, with the lob right nah, there. Nah, you honestly set me up with the lob, you know what I'm saying? And I had to just really throw it. The segment into the segment, you know what I'm saying? Uh, NBA basketball has been phenomenal. I mean, you know, when you look at like the teams, obviously the big games and the big name has been Dame Dollar with the mission that he's been going on over the last couple of days, last week at least, because I know this is now next week that we're recording this, but I don't know, fuck all that shit. Um, he, he's been on a tear. I mean, he was cooking everybody. I mean, like we're talking about what what games did he play in succession? I know the Nets was the last game he played, but prior to the Nets, uh, he played uh, Phoenix. Did they play Phoenix? No, it wasn't Phoenix. It was uh, why can't I think of it? I know they played the Grizzlies recently, but did they play somebody else before the Grizzlies? I'm about to check right now. The Grizzlies was the playing game, but the Nets game was the the game that got them into the playing game. And then before the Nets game, I'm acting like I don't got a computer in front of me. I hate that I do that, like, all the time on this No, nah, there wasn't. Because I'm looking yeah. Friday, there was no game. There was no Portland game. And Saturday was the Grizzlies Trailblazers. So. Oh, okay. I guess so. Uh, I thought they played, like, a, I, I know they had to go, like, I'm pretty sure 4-0 in their last couple games. But yeah. nonetheless, the Blazers have been bowling. Everybody knows that. I don't got to sit there and go uh, too crazy on that notion and uh, drag this conversation along. I but, took away that game looking at it more so rather than, like, Portland pulling out the win and realizing, like, nah, Memphis? Memphis mm-hmm. is dangerous, and they're not even all the way there yet. You know, they yeah. got some other pieces, JJJ, him, and Ja progress. Like, they could, they're going to still, you know, fuck up some teams in the interim. No. And I think you're speaking to a really good point and notion of, I think the number one thing that we've all been able to gather and get out of the NBA bubble that I'm really happy of and honestly is enlightened and opened my eyes is that the future of the NBA is in a pretty good place. There are some good young players. Like, we have really good young players. rookie of the year. I'm sorry. After yeah, that without game, question. No without question. Without question. No I question. saw him out there. I was like, this shit looks regular to him. Like, yeah. he, he looks like a premier point guard right now. Exactly. He looks like a premier point guard. I mean, to me, he reminds me of, like, a young John Wall. Like, he just has that young yeah. attack mode. He's super fast. I mean, super athletic. He wants to jump and block your shot up against the backboard. He's going to jump jump and finish it and fall all over the floor in every single way because yeah. he's just uh, he's up there trying to finish it. He don't care yeah. at any cost. Um, you know, it also does remind me of young D. Rose, but he does have to be a little bit careful because, yeah. you know, physically you don't want to break yourself down. And I think that's what a lot of these younger players, um, they're a little bit better at, or at least the new age in general, they're better at maintaining their bodies. So, you know, to a job Morant, I think probably coming to year two, we'll probably switch, see him switch off that style. I don't think we'll see him be super aggressive the way he is. I think now, we'll see it in, in shorter bursts, you know? Exactly, it'll be 100%. Yeah. Every time I have to go to the rim, it has to be 
you know, all this flair. It's going to be, you know, all right, I see the lane. Nobody's contending me. So, like, the least amount of risk, I'm about to slam this shit in somebody's face. Because he slammed that shit in Nurkic's face. Yeah. And I, no, no, I'm sorry. That was Dame slammed that shit on Valentunas' face that game. I was like, God damn. That's yeah. all I forgot. I was like, wait, Dame gets up there. He just doesn't. Oh, do yeah. Dame, Dame is another one. And, I mean, that's that actually brings in a, a wonderful conversation of Dame. Because before we hop off the Portland Trailblazers and get into the rest of anything else, I actually would love to just talk about this conversation that came up on Twitter, actually. Um, you know, Dame obviously has been balling. Uh, yeah. I mean, MVP of the bubble, no question. Yeah. Um, where do you have Dame ranked as a point guard right now? Like, I know you, you're a big fan. Like, because, you know, obviously I'll preface the conversation. I know Justice to be an extreme Russell Westbrook fan. He's Mr. OKC. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know, like, the type of I've guards he too. likes. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, at least, you know, you see um, what, like, Dame is doing right now. We've seen what Steph did when he went 73-9. and nine. We've seen great cards. We've seen Kyrie in the finals. Yeah. You know, a lot of that conversation was going on over the weekend, and I just thought, like, you know what? That's a great conversation that I actually have here on the pod. You know, where is Dame right now amongst uh, the league's best guards? So, all right, so to preface, if nobody knows already, I'm an OKC Thunder fan, like, through and through, and that's because I was a Seattle Sonics fan. So I say Super that to Sonics. say that... I also fuck with Portland out of Northwest love. Like, all right, that those are, you know, if Seattle left and I didn't decide to move with them, then I probably would have ended up being a Portland fan in all honesty and just stayed in the Northwest area. So I do love Portland as a team. I fuck with the energy that they bring. So, like, I do really, I enjoy Dame, like, even coming up as a rookie, just seeing, like, yo, this, this kid is phenomenal. I remember seeing, you know, in the 2014 playoffs and just hit us. That was the first moment when he hit that uh, against Houston. Mm. And he sent them packing. That knockout. I was yeah. like, "Geez, you can, nobody normal does this." Yeah. And he just continued to do that shit. And everyone's like, "Yo, he's nice." I'm like, "But he's been doing this. Yeah, <laughs> he nah, sends people home. Like <laughs> this is his whole thing. Like when he wants to shit, he's gonna send your ass home." So, mm. um, I say that to say, like, I would say within the context of these last two years, and now seeing this bubble, I gotta put him top three in the sense of like. <laughs> The way he gets hot, I because when I rank stuff, I look at like your, I guess it sounds weird to say, but the imposition of, you know, what you want to do on the game. The best players are going to do whatever the fuck they want because they're just that good that nobody can stop them. And, and Dame to me is in that class of player that when he gets hot, absolutely nobody has an answer for him. And I look at it even more so in the, in the vein of when Steph gets hot, when Steph gets hot, it opens up the floor. To where yeah. he just can shoot anywhere and then in turn when he shoots anywhere that that pushes guys up on him and then he blows by them for the easy layup dame does the same thing when he gets out the floor opens up for him and opens up everything for him he could you got to worry about picking him up from half court or he hands it off to somebody else and runs to the rim and then gets the the assist again and goes back so i look at it as like normally right now I got to put him because I know people would put Kyrie higher, but I put him above Kyrie. Well, unfortunately, you know, Kyrie injuries in and out. But just seeing like this consistent level of play that I feel like we have just not seen Kyrie hit in the way that like Dame legitimately had conversations that, yo, this guy could be an MVP caliber player if he was on a better team where people look at that. But, you know, Portland has these weird hot and cold streaks and he has it, too. Sometimes, you know, he gets these hot and cold streaks. But I just think him at his best is just absolutely fucking phenomenal so i gotta put him you know at the very least top five point guards to fucking to play the guy you know to play in the game at this moment yeah i don't know what about you what about you 
Yeah, no, I'm honestly, I'm like sitting here absorbing everything you said. And honestly, I, I think, um, I think I, I really have to say right now, like given my criteria of who I understand, like, you know, me, I'm a San Antonio guy. Tony Parker was my guard. I mean, you know, so like to me, speed, uh, you know, precision, uh, spin move, you know, crossovers. I love all of that. So to me, I love a flashy guard. I'm a big fan yeah. of people like Steph Curry because Steph Curry, one of his favorite guards was Tony Parker. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these guards, a lot of the guards that I like play fast game, quick handles, the shooters, they quick at attack in the rim. You know what I mean? So when I look at like a Dame, you know, like knowing, I, I honestly think right now he's probably the best guard in NBA, like in the NBA period. Like, and it, I know it's crazy because the poll that I saw, I think it was like a sports nation or one of those hoop nation. And it was, uh, I think it was like MVP Russ versus finals Kyrie. Versus, um, you know, this Dame that Bubble we got right Dame. now. Bubble Dame. And I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, you you look at MVP Russ. That might be the greatest guard of ever. Like, like That MVP <laughs> Russ is... I'm trying not to be biased, but it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck was that, that season? Like, I knew. I was like, yo, he could be nice. I'm like, yo, he could <laughs> average a triple-double. But then he went and did that shit with, like, 31 points, too. Yeah. And, like, yo, we should have not have competed as hard as we did that year. And he was just willing games to victory. Like, I'm exactly. sorry, I, I want to win this game, and I'm going to do it and drop 52 points on top of a triple-double. And you hit on a very specific note, and I think this is where that that uh poll actually threw me for a loop because I was just like, first thing I said, I was like, oh, Dame. But then I was like, oh, wait, I can't just say Dame, though, because literally that season, yo, Russ did exactly what Dame did, except he literally led his team to the playoffs with positive. The team didn't finish negative. They went they were, to the playoffs. We were sixth place, I think, that season too. Yeah. Oh, wait. We're, uh, no, actually, no, because you guys were, if you weren't the eighth, you were the seventh seed. Yeah, I think you were the Something seventh like seed. Something like that. Yeah. And I just remember. We're sixth like, seed now. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're, yeah. You guys are sixth seed now. And I, I mean, that's another conversation that we're going to get into in a minute. But with um, OKC that year that you guys made the playoffs, I think you were actually the eighth seed. And I mean, obviously, you lost in the first round. I think it was a Golden State matchup, unfortunately. And, yeah. Um, like, but the fact that he was actually able to lead that 500 ball club straight to the playoffs, and then at the it's same time, crazy. average that triple-double, like, come on, bro. Y'all can't be disrespectful and say something like, Dame is better than an MVP Russ. They might not be anybody ever that was better than MVP Russ, if we're being entirely fair to Nah, it was. I'm sorry. I had to look right now. We finished at number 60, 47 and 35. Oh, I'm, I'm lying. You're right. You see? And That's wow, crazy. Like 47 and 35 that year? <laughs> That was the first year after he left from and Katie went to. Yeah, that's why I was like, yo, almost yo, 50 Yo, Russ don't get enough respect on his name. I'm thinking he went like 45 and like 40 or something crazy. Like, I don't know. That's too many games. 47 is 35 is nuts. Oh, man. Games. I don't know. At that level of like, yo, I'm a will my team. Oh, I'm really in the days right now. Like, shit, Carol, like, I'm in the days because like, I really didn't. Like, I, I know and I watched it and I was just kind of like, oh. Uh, I mean, Russ is doing that to bounce on the It gets crowd. normalized, though. Honestly, yeah. that happens with everybody that's super good, and they get good for a long stretch. You eventually just expect that out of them. So the next time they do it, you're just kind of like, okay. Even James Harden. I mean, he was somebody in the bowl that was scoring on another level. I mean, dropping 40 points every other night, kind of like Dame was. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. And, like, nobody cares. Like, even me, I found myself, like, they would show that James Harden went for, like, 50 almost. 
and like yeah. ten rebounds, uh, ten assists, and like three or four or five rebounds. Oh yeah, and nobody even cares. I'm just like people Damn. already, or at least I guess the people are. James Harden has to be like one of the most polarizing players, just like due to certain things he does in game. People either hate it or love it, or they're just like, listen, you know, like that's how he plays. That's how he plays. Mm-hmm. So I can yeah. see why people are just kind of like, all right, whatever. Yeah, nah, definitely at least in regards to him. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that is definitely going to be an interesting conversation that continue continues to develop at least through next season. Um, obviously through the playoffs, we'll see. Um, you know, because with that first round matchup, I guess I'll get into that. Uh, begin to get into that subject. You know, when you look across the field at the first round matchups, have the Western Conference put in front of me because everybody knows that the Western Conference is all that really matters. I don't have the Eastern Conference uh, at least uh, spread out in front of me, but I'm going to pull that up in a second right here. But those guys, I mean, like you look at the Clippers and Mavs, you got the Lakers, Blazers, Jazz, Nuggets. Hey, Nuggets, man. Jazz, Nuggets. Nuggets are, they got (laughs) a lot of pieces. Yeah, I mean, did you see that game today? Guys, I, yeah. obviously people don't know. But they you, got a lot of, there's a lot of pieces around. Yeah, then there's a jab. Both teams are like that cl- in a class where you're like, nah, man, they could they could steal games off of anybody. Anybody. Anybody legitimately. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, for those of you guys who don't know, I mean, he went for 57 points today in a loss against the Nuggets. I mean, Jamal Murray looks like the second. Sometimes to me, he reminds me of like, like, I don't even know who to call him. He's a very weird guard. To me, he's Tony Parker-like in the sense that it's like, all right, this is a guard that is an elite guard. Like, he's a top 10 guard in the game. Like, Jamal yeah. Murray is without question a top 10 guard. He's in the good. Game. He's really good. And it took him a while to, like, get more consistent. But, like, people were always noting, like, after his, like, second, third year, they're like, nah, this, he's nice. He's just, you know, either doesn't have uh, doesn't get enough playing time or sometimes has, like, these weird streaks. But he found that groove and has just been murdering right now. Yeah. No, and honestly, like they they proved it today. Like the Nuggets proved that they're legitimate. And you know, you 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 come into a game like that. I mean, and you got a rookie in Michael Porter Jr. That's you know not really supposed to be contributing, even though it's his second year, but it's his first uninjured year. He's coming in. He's providing a, a spark off the bench. I mean, you have a bunch of no names. I can't even like really name these guys off head. Like, but you have a whole bunch of no names that were contributing in a game that I saw from a visual standpoint. Like, it's going to be a hard task for, for the Jazz to overcome that. And, I mean, that's just another conversation of, you know, the Jazz. I don't know. I don't know what their ceiling, are, ceiling is, you know? Like, yeah. it's just weird. Like, the ceiling depends on... Like, no, I think especially because of today. Like, today really blew my mind. Like, because, you yeah. know, you're right. You said, you said it just exactly. It, you would think it depends on Donovan Mitchell. But the dude had 60, bro. And they, right. they, That's they why I was like, right. it depends on Donald Mitchell. I'm like, not really. 60, you would walk away with the fucking win with anybody else. Yeah. I don't know if the team necessarily around him is... Obviously, I don't think it's constructed for him. He hasn't had enough time in the league for the Jazz to be like, we need to build around him. Mm-hmm. So I would say after this season is when the Jazz should start looking to build around him because clearly this guy is rising to the occasion. And who knows? I mean, I saw that shit about him and Rudy Gobert not really fucking with each other no more. But I yeah. just don't know if maybe that's, you know, yeah, that's caring that they need. Or maybe even yeah. speculation. Yeah, but I, mean, I just meant from, like, a basketball on the floor standpoint, if mm-hmm. there's somebody else that needs to be added or, you know, is there a different type of player that needs to come for Donovan Mitchell to, you know, or just for them to be better or to get over that hump or so on and so forth. I mean, I'm looking here. I think that their two-man attack is definitely very potent between those two guys, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, because they play a really potent two-way game. That's kind of what I've seen, um, at least in that first-round matchup. 
And they, they definitely mesh. Like, I think they could become better. Rudy Gobert has to want to become a scorer. Like, I, you know, I, and it's, I guess it's easy to say, like, you know, you just yeah. spectator, you just talking in the game. Like, and he I, better I, get nice to score. Yeah, he got to, he got to, like, improve the skill. I wish it was that easy. Yeah. But, you know, if, if Rudy could develop into where, they, you know, with the amount of lobs he's getting at the rim or touches he's getting at the rim. He's I just think if he could just space the floor. And I don't even mean like, yo, you need to shoot threes, but like mm-hmm. a consistent mid-range, I think is really all they need. Just because he's just like a depoy player year in, year out, that it's like, yo, you're just holding it down on defense. I just need you to open up the floor a little bit. And yeah. then also I'm looking at the roster again, like, bro, your third best player is either Jordan Clarkson or Joe Ingles. Mm-hmm. You gotta get they they gotta get somebody else, geez. Like, yeah, it's it's gonna be tough to advance through the Western Conference. Yeah, I mean, but you, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough to advance at least when those are your two top dogs uh, in Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and then you have Joe Ingles. He's your third best player in a combination with George Clarkson. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Clarkson. I said George's Clarkson, but Jordan Clarkson. If he's your third or fourth best player, then yeah, you are gonna be in a whole world of trouble. Um. I guess moving on from those guys, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess like because I wanted to speak specifically to that Lakers and uh, Blazers matchup because they're probably going to be the most interesting of like the first round. Yeah, I ain't watching what the Raptors shit. Who the fuck Raptors play the Nets? I'm not watching. Raptors play the Nuts. I'm I'm pretty sure they would be. They would be in the. I might tune in and then. Oh no, that's gonna be a good one. Actually, that's gonna be a what a fucking. Luka Doncic and Kristaps uh, Porzingis versus the Clips. Yeah. I don't so, know. I just think, you know, because when we were talking about the Clips before, I just think, like, the Clips just are just going to just eat them alive. Like, yeah. it'll just be like, oh, shit, it's a sweep, but Luka, you know, put up 37 a game. This is a sweep where it's like, yo, you can't stop that guy. The rest of your team just really doesn't hold weight. <laughs> nah, yeah, that is pretty much what it's going to be, like. You know, but I, I don't actually I mean, if anything, Kristaps will be the dominant one in this series just because of the fact that um, you have two all world defenders and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard that are going to be playing the perimeter. And then you combine it with the Patrick Beverly. Obviously, he's undersized, but the dude like he, he enjoyed playing defense on Kevin Durant. They ain't nobody yeah, that yeah. He, he's scared of the guard. So like when you talk about you have three all world defenders on the perimeter to yeah. rotate on Luka Doncic. He's going to have the worst, like, shooting performance in his career against these guys. Like, it's going to be way too hard. Like, I, I don't I see the upset. Do that. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't see that upset coming. Yeah, no, I don't see no fucking upset. That shit is a sweep. Or like, a ge- yeah, it's a sweep yeah, or gentleman's at best, yeah. <laughs> gentleman's sweep. I love a gentleman's sweep. It's like, all right, all right, take that one. We're just going to take a day of rest before the next round. We'll win the next one. We'll win the yeah. next one. Oh no, we're not gonna give you a a a, 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 a ratchet sweep. We're gonna give you a gentleman sweep. I don't know right, why. Right. Like, who thought about that? Like, <laughs> right? Three games. Oh, hold on, let's pump the brakes. Let's give them one game. All right, guys, come on, one game. And we we, we got to be gentlemen about this sweep. We got to be right, really right. gentlemen about this one. Um, uh, yeah. Of course, I'm gonna watch us play the Rockets because oh think yeah, that's that's, that that actually might be the upset series of all series because just because of the fact that Westbrook is injured. So I don't know how many games, like, if they might lose a g- the first game or the second game. If they do drop the first game, it might be a little bit on the rocks for for Harden because Harden is proven to choke in the, the playoffs. Like, he – I don't so know why. weird, right? It's so strange because he looks like I Michael think, Jordan in the regular season. I want to say it's legitimately – I want to say it's legitimately the foul calls. Like, he gets hot. 
through the line. And in yeah. the playoffs, that shit does not fly. And he has that reputation, so the refs are not giving him that same leeway. So you're mm-hmm. not getting those. So those points where he's like, all right, I'm cold right now. You know, in the regular season, it's just, all right, let me do my shit. I'll get to the line. I'll get hot again. Yeah. If that's how you get hot and the playoffs is not it for you, like, you're not going to get them fucking calls. They're going to tell you, play through that shit. Exactly. So yeah. you got to pull that shit out your ass sometimes. Or either, you know, contribute. Other guys got to start shooting. I, I don't know. But yeah. yeah, he does that. I don't know. I, that's what I believe to be. Because to me, that's like the deciding factor. Like, people look for certain calls in the playoffs. That shit ain't coming. Yeah. Like, you can complain about this shit all day long. But them, them, some calls are just never coming to come playoff time. Nah, that's a fact. And I think that's his problem. You know, he, he just like you said, he's too much of a foul baiter. And, you know, when you watch his game, you know, people say it all the time. Like, it's flashy, but at the same time, it's not flashy. So it's a different band of basketball. The whole point is just points, 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 putting up points, getting to the line shooting free throws, shooting threes. And it's just like, you know, when you watch pure scores like a Steph, or you watch a pure scorer like a Dave, like that's a similar type of scoring in the sense that they can put up the numbers, but it's just by the shooter's touch outside game. Yeah. You know, if they do get to the line, it's because they're getting to the line legitimately at this point. The people can't stop them. The way they spread the defense so far out, they collapse in, they get into the line because you're legitimately fouling them. Right. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see the James Harden, oh, he hooks the arm and grabs the yeah. arm down to... And that's not to like, say, because I still believe James Harden is the fucking best shooting guard on the planet. Oh, not yet. Like, I mean, Without Jesus question. Christ, you know, when he's he in might, the mode... He might be the best overall guard on the planet. Like, if we're being like honest... Like, guard? Yeah. Just straight up guard? Straight up guard, like, yeah. yeah. just straight up guard, like, that shit is crazy. But it's just like, he just has those moments where it's like, if it's not coming to him at the line... Like, i just never seen somebody like, holy fuck... This motherfucker just went for a 60-point triple-double and then show up for 15 points another game. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you why are you so streaky? And yeah. this long in the game, you know? Like, players of his other caliber, like, aren't as really streaky. Mm-hmm. Like, unless they're, you know, I don't know. But I just, I just find it so odd. Like, he's just so odd of a player to me sometimes. Nah, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm in complete agreement there. So, I mean, yeah, like, at least that's for the Western Conference. I mean, the Eastern Conference, I, I'm not, like, too big on them. Celtics. Obviously, Sixers. I think Celtics, Raptors, and uh, you got Celtics, Raptors, and fucking uh, the Heat. Those are going to be my guys that I'm really worried about. I, I don't know. The Bucks. I'm really just not a big fan of. Like, I think they're going to be dominant, but I just don't know if I ever see them winning the title. I just don't see a non-jump shooting dude ever winning the title. Like, when your top dog is just this dude that – just can't ever hit a shot, and you could just take him out the game. If that's the case, then it really just depends on Chris Middleton. Yeah, and and that I, I just I'm that's not ready hard. to say Chris Middleton nah, is going to win a title. Hell it's no, hell happening. no, because he shoots happening. phenomenally. But also, again, sometimes he just disappears. Yeah. So I I you know what I'm not saying like I don't agree with you. It's just I'm just wondering if we're just in for a surprise. You know, like if it just suddenly clicks. Because no, I would say like. Uh, I know it's a weird thing, but the 2016, when the Thunder, you know, went all the way to the Western Conference Finals and then blew the 3-1 lead. Thanks a lot, Kevin. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Um, we were playing shitty defense throughout the year, and we just were ranked so badly in defense. And in the middle of the Spurs series, people were like, yo, that's it. Thunder's getting packed up by the Spurs. And we turned the defense on like that all of a sudden. And we it, it just became lockup city. The rotations, everything was on point. That's how we got through them. That's how we got through the next one. That's how we took Golden State three games. We were running Steph through screens. And then it all just fell apart. So I'm wondering if 
Sometimes that shit just happens. Some people that shit just clicks. So all of a sudden, Giannis could just start getting hot and start hitting threes. No, nah, I mean that's very I don't know. possible. That's very um, much possible. But if that doesn't happen, and it's like the likelihood of that happening is, I don't know, low because so, sometimes yeah, it doesn't annoying. happen. Yeah, Unless, you know, he's pulling a fucking Houdini on a song and is like, I can't shoot. And then the playoff starts and he fucking goes 50, 50% from three the entire playoffs. Like, who knows? But until that happens, it's like you're going to at least get to the finals off the strength of Giannis alone. But then you're going to go up against the Lakers, which, you know, might not be the best matchup. But in terms of like Braun and AD, you got way more jump shooters, you know. Braun's going to take advantage of your ass. Or they're going to put AD and he's going to take advantage of your ass. If advantage you're ass. Facts. Nah, that shit is crazy. They're going to be like, yeah, go ahead. Nah, go go lay up. Swat. <laughs> Swat. <laughs> make, make that shit up the foul line, Jesus. <laughs> or don't bother. Yeah. So, man. That's so, true. I I, know, yeah, man. I guess I agree with that. Like, you you can't be that good and still be a one-note kind of player. Yeah. Because they're just like, going to abuse your shit. This, yeah, game, that game plan is going to be like... Yeah, just let him shoot. Let him do whatever. If he gets hot, then then you worry about it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, that. I guess, uh, you know, that's kind of just, you know, unfortunately, this how the NBA is going to trend, you know? Like, you, you guys have to understand, like, if you're not jump shooting or you're not, like, shooting at all, shooting the basketball, you're never going to be able to at least, like, advance far enough in the playoffs where it's going to make an impact. Because when you're facing those top dog teams, just like you said, and it's an AD or it's a LeBron or – God forbid you run into a Kawhi Leonard and a Paul George or something like that. I mean, you, you're gonna get you're gonna it's get absolutely taken out. You're gonna get dismantled. Exactly. They're gonna spank you and just send you home to mommy. Like that shit is gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Like my ass, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm watching. I got the Philly game on with the the uh, versus the Celtics. It's, a, it's like two minutes left in the yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's less than one minute right now. Philly just made a huge shot to bring it to 100. What is it? I think Boston's only up for by two now. I know what I said about Philly, but it really <laughs> could be one of those series. Yeah. Because the Celtics are just mad weird to me. Like, they yeah. do their thing, and then they don't do their thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think you know what it is? It's one that's they're young. Unfortunately, again, I'm, I'm like, young. trying to research yeah. as I'm fucking doing the pot. I hate this shit, but fucking Gordon Hayward, unfortunately, suffered an ankle injury again, yo. Again? Oh, yeah, and it's supposedly the same one, bro, that snapped that time. I feel mm. so so bad. I hope mm. he's doing all right, but um, yeah, holy shit, it's crazy, bro. I don't know. Round one is gonna be fun, man. I, I like these round one matchups. Let's just see. Some of these you are know. really. It's 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 the it's like half of these games are fucking phenomenal. The other half are gonna be like, eh. mm. yeah, because I'm not watching no Bucks versus Magic. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, nah, I'm not watching that. That's gonna be one of the games that is definitely gonna have to uh, take a back seat at least visually. Yeah, like you know, for me, I'm not, I'm not for running to go watch that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I guess you know, let's move on from the basketball. Basketball. Yes. Anybody who's not t- tuning in, though, um, tune in because I'm telling you right now, for uh, a time that there is a lack of television content. Uh, there's not Basketball's money. on all the fucking time. Yeah, now. it's on all the time. The whole now. day. It's new. Started at like 1, 12 o'clock one. on average. It's like, the whole you're day, gonna be watching yeah. Basketball from 12 to 12 a.m. And I'm telling you, it's worth it because... If, right. If you never watched basketball, I'm telling you, now's a good time. You might yeah. be surprised. You'd be surprised because they're putting in all their energy to it. There's, yeah. there's nothing else to do. I mean, they're out there risking their lives. You know what I'm saying? Every day we go outside work, we risking our lives. You know, I know... They're playing basketball, they're getting paid millions to do it, but they're doing it as well. Yeah. And trust me, they're doing it with conviction. You see it in the way they're playing. So uh definitely give them um, you know, some support, boost to the NBA's numbers because they deserve that shit. Not the NFL. Yeah. 
you know, NFL, fuck the NFL, because you know how NFL, they do shit just for the, for the viewership, you know what I'm saying? Fuck the NFL. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking about the NFL, I actually have it written here, too. It's so funny, but uh, NFL rookie guys caught sneaking a woman into a hotel dressed as a teammate. Yo, like, some of the people be doing the most dumb things in in the coronavirus-type bubble-like what environments. Like, I know it, it's not the NBA bubble, but they probably had, like, a bubble-like environment for training camp. And he yeah. was caught trying to sneak a lady into the hotel. Like, I'm surprised nobody in the NBA got caught doing that either. I but, don't know, yeah. That, yeah, nah, that bubble's tight. Like, I don't think it's you could bring a motherfucker in. It's you Yeah, I don't yourself. think they're playing. Yeah, I don't think they're playing with the... It's like you got to be on, like, the pre-approved list. Like, oh, these are your family? You probably have to register. Like, all yeah. right, I'm going to have three people in here, their names, so we can check their ID when they come. Yeah. Then they probably still have to call you, like, this person's here to see you. Like, yeah. yes, okay. I know Stephen A did... Well, not Stephen A, but... I know they did say Adrian Wojnarowski. I'll just give him the credit, but I remember seeing that he was tweeting that the NBA is working on some protocol of, okay, X amount of family, close family and friends, relatives. You know what I'm saying? We would have to yeah. test you daily, obviously, just like the NBA Same procedures. You Same know. procedure, yeah. And they're going to be allowing them to come as the playoffs advance. So, you know, that should be good. At least, you know, certain family and friends will be able to share in these moments, at least with, you know, people, because you should have Pretty important, yeah. but uh, let me uh, let me stop chatting. So many sports, we've been smarting. We said he's sporting forty minutes in. I'm let me look at the timer. Holy yeah, shit, it's forty we, minutes in. We've been sporting. We, we love ourselves, but us, man. We the podcast man. kids. We give you out of sports. We give you out of music. We give you out of drama. You know what I'm saying? Like who else but us, man? This is who else but us? You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm uh, speaking about music. I mean, I don't I don't know if you listen to my boy Drizzy. You know what I'm saying? You dumb. I like Damn, that. Dumb, I like Drake. that too. You know what I'm saying? I ain't you put lie, up that in the track. What's the name of it? Uh, 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 Love Laugh else? Now, Cry Later. Something Laugh like Now, Cry Later or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake. Yep. So Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake. I like so it. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I'm not going to lie. I, there's something about Drake and those type of tunes. God's Plan. Right. The you know, like... the, the, the pop, uh, you know what I'm saying? The, the feel-good music. He does a really When he, like, that. sings and, like, floats on it, I'm like, I right, yo, I know you can float. Just just float around with that shit. When he has, like, no uh, melody in his voice and he's doing that shit, I'm like, nah, bro, this shit is dry as fuck. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <sing this> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> right. I'm like, like here you yeah. go. You're floating <laughs> now. Keep that floaty shit. And then the feels like, all right, this is, like... Shit, I don't know. This is like, all right, that old Drake, but just with the newer package. Where I'm like, all right, this is giving me like, you know, the 2013 when he was just on anybody's hook type shit. Yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I'm like, keep doing that shit. Then the video was funny. And then, then I'm like, man, I fucking hate this dude. But it's like, <laughs> yo, these videos, you know, this shit's just funny. He knows what he's doing when it comes to that. And then Dirk, Dirk and showed up. Dirk showed up. I mean, yo, when he came in, he said, I'm in the building, relax. And I was like, yo, what? Yo, nah, chill. That's it, yo. But he came in on that, and I'm, you know, I I don't listen to a lot of Dirk. I haven't heard Dirk. I mean, yeah, I really the height of drill it. in like 2013 in yeah. Chicago, and I mean, I I know he's always been the like singing Chicago rapper, like he was singing with the flows, and um, you know, to hear him on that, I honestly he was giving me Young Thug vibes. I mean, I. I, I couldn't be young thug and have another dude running out here singing like that because that dude I think he's, his whole swag, man. I, honestly, I was getting his whole swag off him. Thugger, thugger the blueprint. Thugger you know, has like, been a blueprint for a lot of these cats. That's a that's another conversation, but I'm sure he even understands and knows that. Yeah. Um, but so man, he's like, yeah, I take that. I would do it, but you can have that feature. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. Nah, but he 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 definitely dogs with that track. I mean, you know, and it is Drake. Like, what what else do we expect from Drake? What else we expect yeah. from Drake? 
to make feel-good music that's going to get played a million times. You're going to take shots at Kanye West. You're going to take shots at Takashi 69 on it. Uh, that's the first time I yeah. said Mandem's name. Hit that Duke, Duke's name in a minute. Duke name. You're going, you're going, you know what I'm saying? You're going to take shots at him on there. Same thing with Dirk. And they're going to do it all so subliminally and, and, and just keep it all feel good. It's so crazy. Like, that's what Drake does. And he's just... He's a mastermind at that. Like, I'll be honest. He's oh, yeah. the... He's the Lord of just like, like commercial success. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, that's like honestly the only way time. you can really word it up. Like, and you know what? Actually, and I think this is another conversation we can get into because we used to have this conversation actually in high school a lot. But and I don't, I don't know, I don't think we talked about this last week. Fat Joe was on his podcast on whatever Instagram Live, chatted up and uh, said this about Drake. He was saying. That he oh. thinks you you know you seen that yeah, what do you yeah, yeah, like yeah. what do you think about that now say exactly what he said again because I forgot like I knew right. what he was trying to say I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up right it now it was right. like he's the most successful person since like Michael Jackson or some crazy yeah. shit like that yeah he said he's like, just like the Michael Jackson of this time let me let me see if I got the actual he said Drake is possibly the hardest person wait wait wait, wait, wait. let's see all right and let's be clear every song he does goes number one he's just like the Michael Jackson of this time. And he said, it's been like that for close to a decade now since he's been to the game. Honestly, one of my arguments. Like, dude, every time he puts out a track, it's number one. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and, and I, honestly, I think that, you know, that's the exact quote he's saying. Pretty much, yeah. it's very Michael Jackson-like. And I think, you know, a lot of... Now, I, I kind of have, have to... I have just, to actually, you know, I, I just want to preface it. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I don't know if I should actually listen to the exact quote, but, you know, a lot of the blogs were saying that you know what I'm saying? He pretty much said he was Michael Jackson or he's just as talented or, you know what I'm saying? His talent, work ethic, and success is like Michael Jackson. And, I, you know, I guess I just want to open the floor to you. What do you think? Is Drake, like, successfully, like, do you think he's the next thing to Mike? Like, when you, you know... I don't like any comparisons to, to Michael Jackson. Well, one, all right, I fucking love Michael Jackson. I, like, anything, the, the motherfucker was, is nice at dancing, singing, severely underrated as singing. Like, people should remember him for his dance moves, forgetting, like, he had some of the, the his voice is incredible. And music-wise, you know, like, the songs that he was making with the people that he was making, that shit was a hit every time. Platinum, you know, Diamond albums at a consistent rate. Um, I only reason I, I don't like any comparison to Michael Jackson if you are not the triple threat that Michael Jackson was. Mm. And that's not to say, like, you know, Drake isn't a triple threat in his own right, but he's not nearly as good of a singer. He don't dance. And so, like, if you're talking about just commercial success, I still feel like you just should not compare him to Michael Jackson. The only person I compare to Michael Jackson is Beyonce because she performs at the same rate as Michael Jackson did with the theatrics and everything. Like, they put on performances, shows entirely, you know, around the world success, you know, with a shit ton of talent poured into the songs. And that's not to say Drake isn't talented, but I just cannot, I, I just don't look at his talents in the same way or even say that, like, he's just, he just n- does not have that same talent pool as either of those two. So I can't put you in that. Of a commercial success, sure, but just commercial success. That's it. Like, I would say, like, the closest thing, he's rap's equivalent of Taylor Swift. You know, anything Taylor Swift does for the most part, it's gonna touch gold, whether we like the shit or not. I like and that. So actually. like that's a, that's Drake does point. the same thing. That's and I'm point. and you know, that's no disrespect to Taylor Swift. I'm sure she has great songs, but I mean that in the sense that like they're easily palatable. They don't require a lot of digestion. You hear it, it's catchy off rip from the first time, and that's how all of his shit goes. 
Mm-hmm. Like from a certain point on, or everything that reaches the radio has a is catchy. You hear it once or twice, it's embedded within you. That's why I consider him more pop than rap at the moment because he just pumps out like a certain influx that I only feel like pop artists do, where it's just like single, 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 single. Here you go. So I just look at it like that, where it's like, you know, he gets that earworm music where it doesn't necessarily evoke the greatest quality, but it's all about like replayability. Mm-hmm. Especially in this last one, like it, it's catchy to me. I'm, I hear it in my head right now, vividly. You know that baby, like that shit is hot. Yeah, nah, but it's, it's like it's like a pop song, you know. Like it, it's like a pop song in the way that like it's gonna come, we enjoy it, and then it's gonna disappear again. Like with all pop music. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, you know, I, I guess you know, it, and it depends on how you're defining it. Just like you said, how do you right. define success? You know, what do you? Just like you said, Michael Jackson is the triple threat. So when you're comparing triple threats, the only next triple threat that you think about from our era is Beyonce. There is no other triple threat who's performing, singing, playing instruments, you know what I'm saying, producing, doing everything, everything and touching everything in what she's doing. There's not many artists that are doing that, if any at all, that are worth comparing to. Um, And, you know, when you take a hard look at Drake, now, I remember growing up, we used to always say, like, he's going to be the most... I, I remember, like, I yeah, don't know. They used to say, yeah, yo, we, we used to say he was the next crazy. We was like, yo, his, crazy. We was like, yo, this dude can't miss. Drake stands for do right and kill everything. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. So that that was, like, it. gospel to us. <laughs> so, I was like, yo, he said that. I was like, yo, I understand, like, what you're going to become. So you just <laughs> unlock the secrets of everything with that phrase. Yo, it was nah, it was really like, and because this is a thing on Twitter, like this past week, for anybody who doesn't know if you're not on Twitter, but they have been giving a lot of homage to uh, Lil Wayne. Like, bro, there was a period in time where Wayne was like Thanos. He would get on your beat, he would bring Drake with him, and it would be over. So, that's it. <laughs> they would go, who wants to go first? You want to go first? Sure, I'll fuck him up first. And yeah, that's what it, happened. Every it, time they're on the song together, that was it. It was just, is remember it, when he said, when we go put uh, Drake on every hook, we going to be all right as long as we put Drake on every, every hook. Song. Yeah, every Yeah, that's it. And that's what the fuck, that's what happened. That's what still happens now. Yeah, yo. Honestly, man, that was an error. That's, that's going to be a conversation. I definitely got to mark yeah. up some cards. We got a mark of something to talk about the whole Young Money era, especially because we was alive during just the height of it, the transition from cash money to young money, and that's that whole era. That's going to be a conversation in itself. Yeah. I mean, when we speak, at least looking at that guy, looking at that type of jersey, looking at him coming from that to where he is now, I mean, I mean, they're right, man. 06 now to 20. Because I, I first heard Drake, I think 06, 07. That was kind of like the very first time I heard Drake. A very first, yeah. I think it was. Comeback season, I think. Did he drop in 07? I think that was the I think that was the tape he dropped in 07, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had that and one more mixtape before it. Because I know replacement girl was like 05, 06, I want to say. Yeah, let me let me double check that. Comeback season. Comeback season. Mixtape by Drake. That came out in 2007, September 1st. I was right. Yeah. Okay. So he he dropped that shit. That was the first time I heard him. And I remember like hearing him rap, and I was like, yeah, like this dude is an actor turned rapper. And now his success from becoming a rapper, every single rap song, I feel like from 07 and on, he was just number one, number one, number one, number one. Just like you said, I mean, Wayne said it himself. Like, I mean, the Thanos killer himself. Like, the dude was was able to literally, it doesn't matter what song you put him on. Even Drake was saying it at something like, every song sounds like Drake featuring Drake because it was like, he literally mm-hmm. was the radio. Like, you turn on the radio, yeah. the Drake song on every fucking hour, round the hour. 
who else have we seen do that but Michael Jackson? Like, Michael Jackson is really the only other guy that I feel like commercially successful. Yeah, like, success-wise was where, like, yo, he dominated all waves. Obviously, I, you know, I'm a young guy. I'm only 26. I, I know Michael Jackson to dominate every Christmas season. Michael Jackson was dominating every award show. Michael Jackson, any, any, my parents love Michael Jackson. I love Michael Jackson. Uh, the media, lo- it didn't matter. Other than like the, the court cases and the allegations and everything he was going with, like there was nothing negative attached to Michael Jackson. Like Michael Jackson was Drake on steroids. Like I do, now I recognize that. I can understand that and I see it. And yeah. that's why to me, when I seen that conversation, you know, a lot of people did say what you said, which was like, okay, the triple threat, uh, obviously he's not as talented, not even close. Like it's like you're not as talented as Michael Jackson. You can't sing anything remotely close to Michael Jackson. I mean, if we're looking at it as okay, by the by billboards or by a, a record or some statistic generating like private bureau that draws up these statistics and these charts and these uh, you know these awards, like yeah, you know you can draw the uh, you can at least draw the parallel that okay Drake might have been as successful. Yeah, like commercial. Yeah, absolutely. at the height of his career, like he might be as successful as like what if, we feel like. And that's the thing. Like, if it was said in that phrase, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm fine with that." He's the most successful artist since yeah. Michael Jackson. I'd be like, "Yeah, no, nah, them, yeah. them numbers do not fucking lie whatsoever." When you look at his numbers, you're like, "God damn!" Like, he got like, more hits than a Beatle. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, God, it, it's true. Like, it's just crazy. Like, he's just he's a machine at this point. Yeah. Like if you if you could probably study a course on just like yo commercial success, be like just look at whatever he does. Somehow, yeah. like anything he touches is fucking gold. And look at anything Drake, anything he touches gold. Fucking and gold. nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean you know like you know shout out Drizzy. I mean Drizzy to even be in this conversation though is an honor. And I mean like the yeah. fact that he's worked his way like and I, I could even say yo I've watched this dude Jimmy go from that wheelchair and hop out that wheelchair and become the number one artist in the world like. It really is Beyonce, Drake. Like we're talking about the like the icons. Who's the icon artist that okay you know their name? It's it's really Beyonce. It's Drake. And I'm saying like you're right. I mean obviously you got the Taylor Swift for the United States, but she's probably the biggest artist in the United States on the white side of the things. And then you got like you know the Adele's obviously overseas. You know what I'm saying? Like you got those big names, those big faces, those big things. Yeah. And Drake is in that conversation, so yeah, uh, you know the uh, man up north. There, shout out the boy, man. He's really yeah. worked himself into a place of like, you know, he really does control That's the it. Space. You know, like he yeah, the game. He's doing right, collaborations right. in a Nike headquarter. Like nobody could fuck with him. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's nah, crazy. yeah. Like if that's it, you know, it's he's risen past. You know, he's broke the mold. He's broke his own mold. Like we said many episodes back, here, he's past being a rapper now. He's past being an artist. It's uh-huh. just Drake. You know, he's his Drake own brand. brand. Drake the brand. Drake is yeah. the brand. Drake the whatever that is, it's it's success. Mm-hmm. If it's clothes, if it's sneakers, if it's if he fucking made a movie and it said directed by Drake, people are gonna yeah. fucking go to theaters because the shit says Drake on it. Drake. You on see it. a little exactly. fucking thing with the goddamn uh, owl, and it was like OVO Productions. Yo, like, yo, yo, that's bro, that's funny. Wait till Drake like, and it's so funny because I think. Moesha, obviously, that's been the big thing on Netflix. Yeah. But we've been watching Moesha with Wifey, and I think we started getting into the conversation of, or actually, no, was it? At, it might have been at Prospect. Were we talking about the conversation of 
of the old thing of like actors. Remember when actors used to be in movies? I don't remember. Yeah, no, we, we were talking about, like, about musicians being in uh, movies. Yo, we were talking about like yo, yeah, we was like yo, why the fuck was like Chris Brown to stop the yard and shit? Like, what was he doing there? There's yo, wait, no reason for wait him. Wait till they throw Drizzy in a movie though. That shit gonna go crazy. Yo, bro. yeah, yo, because we were talking about crazy. that. We were talking about Mario and Step Up, and we were like, yo, bro, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. why <laughs> Nick Cannon fucking love them Oh my drum line like what the fuck is that about like and it was just right like and drake had a cameo in anchorman too but it was just a cameo so it's like oh, yo, yeah, you're gonna it. be given like a, a whole thing mm-hmm. like a whole like you know like role and i'm surprised it. i'm right? surprised like, he hasn't done it yet that era that era was crazy you'd be like oh shit he's in this movie yeah and i mean like, Nicki Minaj tried it. it i mean she crossed over she was in a couple movies and had yeah, people watching a couple it. movies so it's just you know like and the motherfucker, he can act. Like, I genuinely find him funny. Like, he has good comedic timing. Nah, I like, like I, lo- I love Drake's ability to act, personally. I think, right. he's, so, I think like, that's his, like, strongest characteristic. Because he right. uses Honestly. it into, like, his rap ability, his personas. He uses it. Yeah. He uses I would, it I would go to the theater to see him. Because I'd be like, this yeah. motherfucker could be funny. Like, in yeah. the right movie, I'd be like, he, he would be very funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just surprised, right? Maybe he's just, like, waiting it out until a little bit later. It's coming. You know, Drake, just like we said, he's a brand. So, those are chess moves. Yeah. Okay, now we got the Drake movie coming down the line. Like, he, 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 yeah. he sees that. It's coming. Or, like, a Netflix special, like, an hour. <laughs> Some Beyonce shit, Black is King, but it's just going to be, like, Drake. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, shit! The bullshit, man. You you still got uh, mailboxes in your neighborhood, bro? Did they take them? No, I, I gotta I gotta find I gotta make sure I'm going for a walk tomorrow, so I'll see. Because if I don't see none, then I'm gonna just start laughing, oh, not man. in like a funny way, but just like ha ha, here we are, like we're nearing the final steps to a successful fascist regime being installed. Whoopie <laughs> do, America! Congratulations, everyone! Congratulations, Republicans! Congratulations, everyone that voted Trump! You got what you fucking wanted, and now it's about to go to shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's a fact, bro. I mean, for anybody who hasn't fallen, if you're living under a rock right now, I mean, I don't know, man, with the, obviously with the Trump uh, organization, the Trump fucking presidency, um, they're obviously doing everything in their power to delay, if not completely cancel the election. They know they, like, pretty much this shit is a scene out of House of Cards. If anybody's been watching House of Cards, pretty much when they incited a world war, tried to draw up some, like, Muslim terrorist attack on the soil to use it as a distraction to invoke some bullshit so that they didn't have to do the election. Trump is doing everything his power to try and form that type of like situation. Listen, Republicans whole shtick throughout history is that if people could vote, they asses would not be in office. That's why you see gerrymandering everywhere. That's why you see different mm-hmm. forms of voter suppression. This is mass voter suppression right now. He yeah. knows that the mail-in ballots is getting cast. His ass is out of there. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy the lengths that we're going to, or that he's going to, to stop the shit. Like, this is, like, seeing this right now, if we looked at another country doing this shit, guess what? America's invading that shit the next day. Talk mm-hmm. about this is, you know, fascist regime. You know, we can't stop this. You know, we have to stop this X, Y, and Z. But this shit is happening here. And you have a fucking con- sitting congressmen and women just sitting on their asses talking about, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. You know how you can help the USPS? Buy postal stamps. You know what, what you're telling me when you say that? Go fund me for the postal service. Oh, my God, the postal service is going out of business. Please donate to, to reach our $100,000 goal. Bro, we're talking about a public- business. 
It doesn't make money when they're talking about, oh, the federal, you know, the, the USPS lost 91% revenue. Nobody looks at the fucking postal service <laughs> as a form of revenue. That's like saying the military lost money. If that's the case, the military has lost money since the military was fucking formed. Nobody's looking at that and say, oh, the, in the military lost money. Uh, who, cares? Hey, what? who cares? No, this is a, a public service. This is, and if, if somebody thinks I'm overreacting, no, the postal service is, is free. It is easy for dissemination. You can't say, well, uh, you know, they're always late with my packages. You trust them to get you your fucking tax returns if you get them shit's mail. Everything that happens is through postal service. Half the time, UPS and FedEx get overwhelmed. Guess what they do? They drop that shit off at postal service and them motherfuckers handle it for you. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you the privatization of any mail service is not going to end well. Because at any point in time, you order some shit and suddenly, uh, 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 you know, Trump has some C- some shit with the CEO. And he's like, yo, anything coming from China is clipped. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Now privatization says anything coming from China is not being allowed into America. Yeah. You want anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it for you. You mm-hmm. can only order from these places. It could be like that. It could be suddenly, all right, now it's privatized. FedEx and UPS are only serving Amazon now. You can't go to any small retailer to buy that. Mm-hmm. And it's clip. Small businesses go out even more. Amazon gets stronger. You know, like people are just not understanding. Like this is, these are one of the final steps. Like after this, that's it. Like say goodbye to mad shit that you thought was going down. In all honesty. Nah, it's crazy. Honestly, like. I mean, shit, I know I, I brought the joke up, but honestly, I, I, th- I think they actually did take the fucking mailbox in my neighborhood, even my neighborhood. And I, I thought I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, I home neighborhood. But you know what I'm saying? The suppression is real, man. You know, they really trying to, like, they're trying to rig an election. I mean, we're really watching this shit in, in real time. I mean, it's it's some Boldly. shit. Boldly. Like, you know, and I know no some people, like, shit. you know, some people just don't care. I mean, I just really feel like it's just, we're at a point, like, you know, what are we going to do about this? Guys, we have to, you know, like, realistically, come election time, like, unfortunately, due to the bipartisanship, it's like, yo, that motherfuckers really put you in a situation where you got to vote Biden. You have to vote Biden. If you don't vote Biden, like, what, what the fuck are you going to do? You, you and the really crazy gonna, thing you're gonna aid in is, like, is that really what you're trying to do? That's it, right. Like, Here, <laughs> let's go with a fucking old motherfucker that is barely on the other side of being a Republican or a straight-up fascist. Mm-hmm. That's literally your choices. Yo, this motherfucker, uh, uh, a mild Republican versus a fascist. That's the spectrum that we're at right now. There's, there, it's fucking horrible to look at that this is what we got to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's just, yo, it's just so crazy because it's like, These, again, I keep saying it, but these are like the final steps because like Mm -hmm. I was making jokes about it years ago and I'm just like, yo, like, you know, I know what we're, well, one, we have to, you know, people are, what you, to your question, you said, what could we do? From my understanding, I'm seeing people say, listen, if the the mail-in ballot's coming, you got to drop that shit off. I like your, you know, you're the city hall or like a public facility. You got to drop that shit off so it can be counted. Mail-in, you can't trust that shit at this point. But Mm -hmm. not only that, it's... Um, what the fuck do people think? Like the way he's talking about, it, especially today, and today being August seventeenth, um, he had a rally and he said, like, oh, you know, we're gonna have four more years, and then you know we're gonna have to do another four years because you know they were spying on ca- on my campaign. So I think we should get another redo of four more years. And people think that shit is jokes. That yeah, shit is nah, not jokes. He's he's deadly. He's dead dead ass serious. Literally telling you what he's about to do. And yeah. so when I, I say that to say, like, even if we do vote for him, I mean, don't vote for him and he, you know, Joe Biden wins the election. 
what do you think is going to do? Do people really think he's just going to be like, well, I lost. All right. That's yeah. it for me. I like, I mean, either- like, you know, it's, it's going to be the strangest, like, transition in history. Because, you know, presidents, they usually gracefully bow out and that's it. Like, they bow out and they, they go off into the sunset. You're former president. You're covered by CIA forever. You have health. You have everything. You're millionaires. You just go write books for the rest of your life and get paid. And yeah, like a private citizen, that's it for you. After yeah, that. like, but you know, with Donald Trump, you just don't know. Like, I mean, it's literally. I personally I, think oh. we are past the point of no return, meaning that no matter who wins the selection, he's not leaving because I guarantee it's either going to be one of two things. He's or it's going to be one thing. No, if he loses, he's going to say that the election had you know illegal immigrants voting. You know, none of these votes are real. Uh, this has all been rigged by the DNC. I think nice. we should. Uh, until we get this sorted out, you know, we should just, you know, I'm just going to stay in office till we get this sorted out and then we redo yeah. the election. I'm I guarantee you, I think it's beyond that. We He should have never become president. If we, people, uh, the way he's talking, like, I just do not see a rational way unless he loses the election and then uh, there's like a federal investigation and all of a sudden it's like, yo, you're no longer president. We got to fucking remove you. Yeah. Like, unless the military just comes and is like, yo, motherfucker, you got to get the fuck up out of office. I, I was hoping that, you know, I'm thinking if he does, like, if he loses, and hopefully he does lose, like, he's are probably going to get investigated. Like, whoever's the next president is definitely going to try to lock up Trump. They're going to try to. They're going to try to. I don't think Joe Biden really has the balls to even consider that. He's so moderate. It's it's He's so centrist, it's not even funny. So I don't really see him... And especially the way, like, you just look at politics in general, especially this election, uh, you know, the, especially when you look at the, the Democratic nominees, like, you know, come, uh, Kamala Harris was talking all that shit about Joe Biden, about his segregation policies, crime bill, shit like that. Now she and now she's the fucking VP. <laughs> Same thing with Elizabeth Warren was talking all this shit about Bernie. Boom. You could have been his his fucking VP choice. And now you squandered that shit. So you got people, you know touting these progressive policies and shit like that only in the sense that they get voted and then when it doesn't work out for them they go and ride the next person's bandwagon and whatever does the best for their political career so you look at this shit and you're like does are y'all do you actually give a shit about the people (laughs) because it's clear like y'all are just switching your policies to fit whatever is going to get you the most votes Mm -hmm. so like i don't look at that or I look at that to say, like, I don't think, like, that would even happen. Like, I think if it's an investigation on Trump following it, it's going to be, like, New York State. Because yeah. I see the attorney general saying, you know, listen, like, all right, or AOC or somebody saying, like, listen, we have records that if, you know, the New York State or the city would pursue uh, investigation of, you know, money laundering or whatever the case would be, they could go after it. But is the motherfucker going to leave office? Mm. If he loses, and I just, I genuinely just have no hope that he just would not turn on the public and be like, I'm not fucking leaving. Y'all gonna have to kill me. Honestly, honestly, it's real shit like that. Yeah, no, fascism goes. You're you're spitting facts. I honestly did think and say that, like, I do think if he does lose, you're right. Like, he is one of those guys that is so dangerous. And that's the reason why I do think that, okay, Joe Biden is gonna have to deal with him. If Joe Biden wins the election, he becomes president. He has to look at him and say, bro, you have to answer for what you did. Like, you do have to type answer for what you did. We got to look into the years before you become president. There's a lot of things we have to look into because Trump has so much power as a president that would be leaving office that, God forbid, you might be looking at another civil war. Everybody always talk about civil wars, but what would be a more perfect situation than the current leader being forced out to now lead a nation of people that are mad 
at the fact that we were. That, you that don't think that's what I'm saying, yo? You know like saying? his like, supporters are absolutely going to stand with him and say this is fucking rigged. Mm-hmm. The uh, the illegal immigrants voted. They did this. They you know the Democrats they rigged the election because he's gonna say it. He's gonna yeah. say it. They're all gonna fucking gather together, and it's going to be that. They're gonna he's, be like, yo, he's gonna be one of those Twitter presidents. He's gonna be who he is now, like literally, and just continue on, and people are gonna worship him still. So it's just gonna be weird, like. It's either, and it's gonna be like if the moment Joe Biden wins the election, because remember, you know, the the inauguration is until January, so technically he's still gonna sit for those two months. In those two months. He's going to do something. I feel like he's going to do something from November to January. If he loses something yeah, incredible, drastic to like you said on some house of cards shit to either be like, oh, shit, nah, we can't do no voting or some war. Who knows? Like, I just do not believe that he is surrounded by anybody that could will tell him no. Yeah, it's all, nah, you don't want to open this box. Yeah, it's crazy. And like him being cornered, I just, I don't think he has like, you know, the balls to do certain things, but I think he's going to, to tell somebody else who do who does have the balls to do something. And I mean like, because in fascist regimes, fascist regimes are, what'd you say about me? Boom, mm-hmm. dead. Or I'm yeah. throwing your ass to jail indefinitely. Nobody knows where you are. And it's going to be some shit like that. Like, yo, I'm not leaving this office. This is what the fuck I'm doing. If you're not with it, you can get the fuck out. And if it's if you get the fuck out, you're getting thrown in jail. Ooh, sorry. Or you're gonna fucking get killed. Shit. So like I don't look, I just yo, I just see like history just shows you this shit. And I just don't look at it in a way that's like, yo, this is gonna be oh yeah, we gotta vote, vote, vote. And it's like, yeah, we're gonna vote, vote, vote. And he's gonna be like bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. And I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm just laughing at the sheer absurdity, like, yo. This, this is just where we really at, yeah, yeah. Like, this is truly the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think about it, like, oh, no, nah, I would never... I can't be a part of this. Oh, no, nah, I'm going to go crazy, or... You know what I'm saying? They try to, like, snatch me up, I'm going to fight for my life. Like, yo, you you might be finding yourself in that situation soon, you know what I'm saying? We always used to think, what if, what if, what if? Oh, I would do this. Yo, man, I tell people all the time, start putting start putting together your little plans, your, your, your strategies. Like, it might be, you know? We don't know. We really just don't, don't know, know with everything going on. You so, know what I'm that's that's yeah. how I feel about the shit. And then what we were talking about on Saturday, like, you know, like imagine if he decided to be like, "Yo, I'm t- all this shit is mine. I'm taking this shit over." Yeah. Like that's like, what do you even do? Like, you know what I'm saying? What do you like, do? What do we even do? Like, and that's why, like, it's really gonna be. I would pray that we're not gonna be down that line. I, I won't even throw that shit today. <laughs> all right, like I'm, I don't want to put it out there, but it's just like I'm looking at it like. It's either one of two scenarios. Either which of them are going to go down in a way that's just not going to be pretty. Yeah. That's no, uh, tough, man. Shit, tough. Shit, shit. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, <laughs> Enough anyway. about the impending fascism. Nah, facts, facts. Oh, man. Because I could talk about the... Um, that's, yeah, now nah, we can honestly go on that one forever. Like, there's so much information. Because that just relates back to shit we were talking about in high school, honestly. Just like, yo, imagine if this shit happened. And now it's all of a sudden like, well, listen, we've been kind of saying this shit for like eight years now. Like, I one just, of these things I, could happen. Yeah, <laughs> and now yeah, one of them is. At this point, it's just like, I just can't even believe it's Trump. Like, yo, Trump is really going to be the end times? Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Donald Trump? Like, like right? You're like, we were sitting through the George Bush era, like, yo, this is it. George is going to... Nah, yeah. we got out of that fine. People were talking about, oh, Bob's the Antichrist. Oh, that's it, the end of times. <laughs> that went out fine. And then all of a sudden, you're like, bro, it's, it's really about to be fucking Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> the, the dude uh, that we everybody used to just laugh at on The Apprentice. Like, laugh at him. I feel and all of a sudden, yeah. it's like, 
I feel like black that. people used to just laugh at him. Like he was just the dude that they laughed at. Like I don't know. He's just the white guy they laughed at. Like I don't know. This is strange. Strange. And now he's about to be. He now not not he is going to be responsible. He's responsible for basically one hundred forty six thousand deaths from COVID. Pretty much. <laughs> In all honesty, if you want to pull up shit like talking about him and pencil, like the economy's great, followed by an article that was like thirty million Americans this week said they do not know where to get their next food from. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about EBT and food stamps, like bro, you're talking about the economy and 30 million people have no idea where they're no idea where they gonna get their food from, man. Like, what's wrong with you, man? Talking He's about oh, the, the the suburban. Uh, I, I'm sorry for the suburban people. You know, we're not gonna put any uh, housing, low income housing developments in the uh, the suburban communities. Like, I, I know what you're saying, guy. Like, you're you're not you're not slick with the shit. Yeah, like. like- He's just so, like, openly about that shit, too. Now, it's so crazy. It's egregious. When I seen that shit, I was just like, man, this is really our president. Like, this is like, real wow. Life. This he is real really life. said that shit? Like, yeah. you knew other presidents might have thought that, but you're like, all right, you have, like, the political savvy to be like, I can't say that because it's going to be political yeah. suicide. Yeah, I was going to say the political and moral obligation to do it. Like, just as a human and the fact that you're president and you... It's almost like when you're president, I feel like it's like the gun is to your head. Trump literally doesn't act like there's a political gun to his head at all times. He doesn't. He doesn't care right. about any of that shit because he's going He's going for the jugular. He's saying, yeah. <laughs> he said, I'm the last president. <laughs> yeah, pretty that's much. Why, that's why he doesn't care. He's like, I'm the last president. That's it. What are y'all going to say? Get him out of here? No, motherfucker. I run this forever now until I die. Like, Facts. Oh, my man, God. I don't even know, man. Dude got me, got me spent out, man. Burnt me all out. Trump. Dude got me hot, man. Every time I just, <laughs> I, I go through those hot and cold moments where I'm like, Ugh, and then I'm, I get riled up about it again. Yeah. Shit. So I don't know, man. What's, what's that? That's that's it for the docket. What you got? What's next? Nah, that's shit. I think we hit. I think we hit. I think we hit. We hit the the juicy goodness. Honestly. Nah, facts. I feel we we hit the juicy topics. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna. I want to kill everybody with any extra stuff. I got you. Anything extra, I always throw it in on the next podcast. How about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm we'll saying, slide it to I'll, the next one. Right. You know, more, honestly, like these weeks, you know, either it's like one or two things that is hot and then that's it. So yeah. I'm not, we ain't going to lie to y'all. Sometimes we just be pulling this shit out the ass. But only, again, things that we want to talk about and could talk about at length. We're not just yeah. going to choose some. This is uh, Taylor Swift's new single because I ain't listened to it. So I ain't yeah. going to Oh, not facts. Not worried. Like, no. we only, like, and I always used to, like, that was always the thing that we, like, pre- prefaced the, the idea behind the podcast. So we used to say, all right, Tusk City Podcast, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about what we want to talk about, whether it's music, whether it's tech, whether it's politics, whether it's gaming, whether, like, anything that we do, like us, like, you know what I'm saying? Black mm-hmm. nerds of color, people of color, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, whatever it is that we're into, you know what I'm saying? Like, urban culture. And the shit that we love and enjoy, like that's just what we're talking about. Yeah. We're not gonna come in here and tell you, you know, I'm saying every week, like what what music dropping. Just because music dropped, we was listening to music. No, nah, yeah. no, nah, that's not what we are. We're not a music podcast. Technically, we talk about music, but we're not a music. I say this we is a everything. Podcast, we everything. Right? It's a lifestyle podcast. Lifestyle podcast. Lifestyle podcast. You feel Goddamn me? Because pop culture speed. podcast. Being from New York City is a lifestyle. You feel me? Doing this is the we are this is the savant podcast. We are savants. <laughs> we are purveyors of fine arts. We are this is the uh, the connoisseurs podcast. You know, the connoisseurs we like to be well versed and knowledge about all the shit. Yeah, I you know like, connoisseurs, man. You know what I'm saying? Connoisseurs. Be on deck. You know connoisseur. Like, connoisseurs. 
connoisseurs, any anything. Connoisseurs, like if I'm drinking, I want to know what the fuck I'm drinking. Feel me? Like I don't just be like, yo, give me some whiskey. I'm a I'ma know what type of whiskey. Give me that single malt. Exactly. Shit, yo. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. But thank y'all for tuning in for another wonderful episode of the pod. Thank you for rocking with us. Episode 23 in the books. Um uh, despite all the harrowing shit we might have mentioned earlier, you know, we hope everybody's, you know, doing what they can do in their part to uh, to help us out. I mean, but again, you know, if anybody sees some shit about this postal service shit, because generally I don't know how to fucking help out. So if somebody knows some yeah. shit that I don't, uh, either of us don't know, like shit, hit, hit us up. Yeah, hit like, us up, hey, drop the comments. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, shout like, out anybody who's been commenting. I actually, I mean, I actually yeah. go through the process. Sometimes I'll be like on the video, I see it, and I'm like, oh shit. And do this talking, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man. we actually do see that, and then we'll try to respond to it, at least within the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Give us the right. feedback. Let us know how could we help. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, man, let, let, let us do our part. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just, just disseminating information. <laughs> but oh, yeah. Right. Nah, yo, I, honestly, yo, I have that same arm. It's something, it's like you have to do it a very specific way. Like, it's I'll, good, I'll you next, yo. Next time I come through, I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you exactly how yeah, to do it. Yeah, because it's like what's crazy is like it'll be good, and then all of a sudden it's just not good. It just starts withering, and yeah, like you know, what I'm saying it'll just never do it until you fix it that one way, and then it's not gonna fucking bend the shit eighty times. But shit. All right. So again, thank y'all for tuning in, and we'll see y'all on the next. One.